What's up, buddy? Not too much, dude. How you doing? I am fantastic. How are you on this glorious whatever day you're listening to this podcast? We don't record on a specific day every week. So whatever <laughs> day you're listening to this, we recorded it right before you listened Just to it. Just posted it, too. I know you can see when we posted it, but yeah, fresh off the press. Fresh. But I, <laughs> fresh off the presses and stop the presses. Those were things, common phrases that were said quite often that... Anyway, so welcome to the Slurred Speech Podcast. Welcome, impediments. Welcome to the impedimenters. Are we still trying to come up with a cool nickname? Oh, I thought we were settled on that. <laughs> I was just making it a thing now. If you think the impediment should be the nickname of you guys, give us a call at <laughs> 2 <laughs> But welcome to the Slurred Speech Podcast. I am Joe. To the left of me, or in front of me, oh, drop it, shit, is Daryl. Ooh. Um, they call me Fumble Fingers K. Kawasaki. I was wondering where you were going with that. Ooh. Ooh. There's nowhere. That's nowhere. That's it. That's it. But really, I want to hit the hard-hitting topics right off the right off the bat here. Right off the bat. Fireflies. Going instinct or not? Not? Is, I, there, a, is there a problem with the, the fireflies right I now? just heard not too long ago, fireflies are going extinct. Really extinct. I, I see a lot out there for uh, going extinct. The propane ran out. Okay. Well, oh, let's dang. do a quick pause here so I can change out the propane, and we'll be right back. Well, f- you know, former weekly caller Hank Hill would have been very proud because I have a spare propane tank on deck. Oh, wow. We do so much. Gosh dang barbecue in here that I have a propane tank on deck. Nothing can kill a party faster. Being out of propane. I've been close, um, but I've never been there. A wild card ran out of propane at one of his cookouts and came down and took mine once. <laughs> Thank goodness she had a backup. Yes. Is he going to refill you now that you ran out? <laughs> Probably burned it all up. Left Probably it in the 20 minutes he used it for. Uh, I'm looking. Um, none of they're not even protected. Fireflies, that is. <laughs> we're we're off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst piece of information you get from our podcast. <laughs> You're pretty good. Yeah, we did a good job this. So time. fireflies are not protected by the Endangered Species Act. And they're not going extinct. Who gave you this bad information? I'm not saying anything. Probably CNN. Why don't you tell me that who happened. gave me that information? How do we, What would you rate my Jesse the Body Ventura impression? Uh, Why don't you rate my Jesse the Body Ventura? It's really an impression of someone else doing an impression of Jesse. It's really an impression of Will Sanders. His impression is really good, though. Yes. It's just... I guess you being extra dumb with it is more in line with what he does, but... The impression itself is sounding like it's, it is both of them. I give you like a. I mean, look, now that I'm looking where at where ten it. is like almost perfect. <laughs> yeah, like Will Sasso's, I guess would be a nine then because he's not really acting like Jesse the Body. He's yeah. being a caricature of him. You're like a. You're like a seven on being really, Je- really Jesse Ventura, and an eight as far as Will Sasso. Why don't goes. you tell me if the fireflies are going uh, maybe, extinct? Maybe a six and a seven. 
also because fireflies are gen... I can't read and do the impression at the same time. Uh, so how's everything going? <laughs> Bless you. It's going all right. Uh, legs are a little dinged up, but... Uh, what are the legs good. dinged up for? Oh, going out to the Alleghenies. What were you, fighting out in the Alleghenies? Uh, just, you know, having a good time camping, Do you know, uh... Packing things up and then unpacking there and then sitting around for two days and then packing back up. Let me ask you a question. You said your legs are dinged up. How do legs get dinged up uh, from sitting Firewood. Around? Firewood. What, were you guys throwing was, firewood at each other? No, just going into the woods to well, collect. Like a firewood toss We collect party? firewood, bro. You don't, you don't be dragging wood into the Alleghenies. Oh, I'm always dragging wood if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, we, uh, we're collecting. <laughs> it, was, joke. it was a little hot, so. No, uh, I'm just giving I made the decision the first night. I was like... Not putting pants on for this. It's way too hot, which kind of was a good decision, but I got a little torn up from it. And plus the mosquitoes. Not really too many bites. No? No, they had some of those uh, special candles out there. You know, we had uh, two of the candles and uh, a few of the uh, tiki torches. And for some reason, I didn't get that's, really beat up. That is, uh, that's some intense camping there. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. Uh, they got this really bad caterpillar problem. I think it was uh, lifted up as gypsy moths. Gypsy you moth. cannot look at a decent-sized tree and not see these things, like, on it and in it and just holes everywhere. They got a big problem with deforestation over there. It's I guess they're kind of like, uh, not like... Um, what are the cicadas where it's like every and locusts where it's like every three year, every seven years, but they go through fluxes, I guess, where like they just wreck the forest and there's it, a lot of dead wood everywhere. Is it because people transport wood like here? No, they had one of those going on right now too, which was like some other kind of, uh, I don't think it was a moth, it was some kind of, um, cause here it's the emerald ash borer. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much done its damage. That's been everywhere. Oh, is it, okay. Yeah, they, they 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 haven't been able to really curtail that. But there was another invasive species out there right now that we were looking for, and it was just kind of like, don't bring it back. But, it's I mean, we're not trying – nobody's trying to bring bugs back in their, right. in their luggage and stuff. So we kept an extra eye out for that other thing. Those, like, gypsy moths were weird because they're, like, super hairy. They've got, like, these beady red eyes and, like, a lot of yellow throughout them. So, like, you kind of – when you see them at first, like you're almost like that thing looks like it could have some poison or something to Was it. Was it a European gypsy moth? Uh, I, don't, I don't really know. If you go, if you just look up Allegheny gypsy moth, gypsy moth caterpillar, because we didn't. I, I mean, I don't really know what the moth looks like itself. I didn't end up looking at that because you know we only saw a couple moths here and there and the the butterflies, but like those caterpillars were everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah see okay. what I mean? It's got a little bit of vibrant yellows all down it, and then it's super fuzzy and hairy, which was kind of crazy because I could even, like, you could just put a stick kind of next to a dead one, and it, the hairs would just attach. So according to the USDA, which you can't trust anymore because of masks and stuff, do you have yep. to wear masks around gypsy moths? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Oh, because the gypsy moth caterpillars can cause both skin rashes and respiratory infections to people who come across them. Oh. Do you have a cough? <laughs> <laughs> Not really, no. I don't know. That seems weird. I don't know how you'd get that. I guess I probably shouldn't have been throwing them in the fire. Were you really? Yeah. I mean, I guess... Not a ton, not by the handful. Oh, God, PETA's going to be after us. At first, it was the Cleveland Girl Gang, although mm-hmm. now it's PETA. Oh, I was peeing all over him. 
saying you couldn't find a tree without them. So then eventually it's just peeing on gypsy moths. I love when you Google stuff, just the stuff that comes up. Like, do squirrels eat gypsy moth caterpillars? Well, do they? They do. Wow. They're delighted. It says, we are delighted to learn that chickadees will feed on the egg masses. Chipmunks, skunks, raccoons, and squirrels eat the gypsy moth. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they're also like incredibly stupid. Like going after one with like well, they a, are a, a caterpillar. <laughs> yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. They're, but they're like slow. They don't even like really react to stuff going on. I don't know if they they're uh, they seem to just be their whole thing is multiply. They're one of those stupid bugs that just like has no defense mechanisms. I don't know if maybe the hair helps it out, but you'd see spider webs with just like four or five of those things all jammed up in there. Which they're so slow and stupid. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if a spider could find where three of them are hanging out and build a web around them. They're that fucking stupid. It seemed like another name for the uh, gypsy moth caterpillar, spongy moth caterpillar. Ooh, wow. I don't know. I don't know about spongy. <laughs> a gypsy moth sounds more like if there's a billion of them. And... <laughs> the urine kind of just rolled off of them <laughs> for the most part. Yes, yeah, very prominent in the upstate New York area. Is that where the Alleghenies are at? Uh, PA, PA. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's it's kind of a thing where apparently they flux in, flux out. So, I mean, I guess there's just so many of them. They probably out eat their supply, and then they feed the hell out of different squirrels and other animals that are going to eat them, and then they get eaten the hell out of, and you know, then they come back again at some point. All right. So today we've learned fireflies are not even endangered, <laughs> and you can get a respiratory and or skin infection if you come across a gypsy, gypsy moth, moth caterpillar. caterpillar. Well, wow. So be careful if you go out to PA and do any camping. Well, that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah, you know, drank some beers, uh, hung out, played with fire. It's pretty much the camping experience. Yeah. Did you make s'mores? Went to a waterfall. Nice. Yeah. Did you go swimming at all? Yeah, we actually did for the first time. It was actually the first time we actually got away from the site to hike. Usually there's too many people, and everybody's getting drunk at different times, and everybody kind of wants to go, but later on, and then it never happens. Yeah, right. Now, yeah, you want to party. So we had a smaller group, and yeah, we went out and saw some things. That Waterfall, I mean, it was was like a lot of little waterfalls. There wasn't like any really stupendous one, but there's a lot of drop-offs and then some like little areas where you can kind of hang out in a little bit of water, but not really swim. So we went down to the beach and swam, too. It's pretty nice. neat. Pretty neat. Over by the Kinzua Dam and Jake's Rocks. Yeah. That's Jake. where we hang out at the Alleghenies. Right. Pretty good. Pretty good time. I played golf on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Played a really tough course called Legend of the Eagle... Valley of the... Legend of the Valley? Valley of the Eagle? Legends of the Fall. What was it? Valley Valley of the Legendary Valley of the Eagles. It showed up in my search. Valley of here. the Legendary and Eagles. <laughs> Valley of the Eagles Golf Club. Great course, kind of pricey, but really fast greens. Mm-hmm. Played pretty well. I played with a guy with no legs. Oh yeah. And he hit the shit out of the ball. So uh, did he, did he yell out two? <laughs> <laughs> so legit played with a guy with no legs. Um, he had... It was a random pairing? Random pairing. Okay. Very nice young man. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about the lack of legs or anything. Um. <laughs> <laughs> didn't come up? Didn't come up. No. Um, but he hit the ball really good for a 
guy who didn't have any, you know, like he had prosthetics, you know? Mm-hmm. If I just dig my hole deeper here. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so just move on from. Uh, I'm just trying to kind of find out how good he is from you, from you without asking what his handicap is. <laughs> and that's a good one, I need. Oh my god! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it, it, it was this politically incorrect segment brought to you by Ground Zero <laughs> Comics and Cars One Five One Three Nine Pro Road, Strongsville Town Center. Go ahead, check out the shooter. Um, yeah, no, he he hit the ball pretty well, and yeah, I mean, I don't really have like, there's no funny story or nothing to that. I mean, was he was he was he really limited by his? Not in the slightest. No, so he shot about as good as you guys. I wouldn't even, yeah, I wouldn't even uh, noticed, in, except for he was wearing shorts, mm-hmm. and like the, the, you could obviously tell. Oh, that, you did say prosthetics, so yeah, okay. It would have been a lot more interesting around if he didn't have the prosthetics. Yeah, I mean, I guess how far he hit the ball. So in the last hole, which you're pretty wore out in the ninety degree day, he drove it like two hundred eighty yards. Like there's this, there was this river. That goes through the middle of the last the Pistorius hole. effect. Huh? He probably did, he didn't have the lower body uh, fatigue. Maybe I don't know. I mean, you're not putting a lot of uh, anything in lower body into golf, are you? L- hips? hips, hips. That's about it. A little, a little bit of knee sway. You, you know what he says in the uh, the the happy go? It's all in the hips, baby. It's, it's all, all in the hips. hips. He's got hips though. Yeah, he he's did. got below. He's got a little bit of leg probably. You did. It was below the knees. Below the knees, even. So yeah. he's got knees. You're not getting much out of your ankles in golf, if anything. Sh- oh my god, his short game really lacked. Oh, I. But I don't mean that as a joke. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Really? So he was a great driver and not in the short. He hit game. the shit out of the ball, man. Yeah, it was. I, very... think I would think he'd be better in the short game too. Yeah. It's, that's the hardest thing when you're when you're playing, you know. Uh-huh. If you don't practice that at all, which I don't, so if like if I'm so, is he a random one with you, or was it a two and a two? It was a two and a two. Okay, yeah, I played with Sean, um, guitarist, the uh-huh. lead guitarist of Sweet Chin Music. Sweet Chin Music. And he was probably about ten years younger than him and his buddy were about ten years younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were funny because they were having they were having the full golf experience. It was like eleven. They brought out tons of Bud Light and they had their big stogies. And, Ooh, the stoves. Oh, and I mean, like, they weren't black and miles like I spoke. They were, like, mm-hmm. the full-on yep. golfer, stogie, you know. Did they look like they were struggling with them? Yes. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Not usually on the stogies? No. Like, they even brought them in, like, like special bags. They must have been, like, they're, they're, they must have went and bought these for the golf round. Because, mm-hmm. And he was like, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't have... Um, the cutter for it, so they just had to bite it and rip it off, you know? <laughs> I haven't had to do that before. I've had to do it as well. But... Uh-huh. It's funny when you're with somebody that doesn't have cigars or doesn't isn't really good with cigars, and then I'm the one, I'm just like, well, clearly nobody has a tool, and I rip it off, and they're like, what do I do? I'm like, well, you see what I did? Yeah. I was like, it's not as easy as it looks. No. And but it... you should probably just try that, or you can get a little knife and try and go at it. Well, it's going to taste do it? bad. Like, no, well, I... you're about to smoke that nasty cigar. You it's, know? Trust me, it's going to taste pretty good compared to what you're about to do. Do you have a favorite cigar? No, no, no. I used to like the acid cigars. You ever taste those or try those? I think... Um, once or twice. They're like super. They're like super flavorful. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah. Um, 
in fact, it's like to the point where I can't remember if they even have like milds in those, um, where you kind of get that. But generally, acids are not ones I think you want to do as a a new smoker, right? Or are they specifically made for that? Oh, it's, I googled acid cigars. Are they good for beginners? These are the sweetest acid cigars. Uh, don't really say if they're good for beginners. This looks like it's from their website, so uh-huh. probably I'm sure any any cigar is good for that. You know, no, these just, are terrible. Do not start with us. Yeah, just just smoke them. Just smoke them. Won't cause cancer or anything. I know enough to not uh, to go down on the robust level. Uh, I've had some people that are like first or second timers, and they're just like. Well, I smoke, you know, and I'm like, it's not the same, man. I remember it's smoking one of those, same. and like I was around a fire, and we, I were, and we were doing something, and someone was like, "Is that my grandma's perfume you're smoking?" Because they, some of them are strong, you know, and it's like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So that was about it. And then, yeah. uh, Sunday, I did a bunch of laying. Yeah, around. Speaking about my uh, Allegheny's trip, I went, uh, you know, did the last minute. I'm gonna get the rest of the snacks and the the random drinks we need for. Uh, for uh, the campings, and you know, my parents were like, "Hey, let's do lunch." And I was like, "All right, well, I'm going out shopping, so I'll meet you guys up at uh, where are we going? The bees. All right, the bees knees. You know how excited I am. Yep. Like, yeah, it'll be nice to have lunch before you leave town. Okay, Applebee's. Ooh, <laughs> I wish you just hadn't made it about me leaving town for a few days." Got the quesadilla burger. And? And I had to shit before I left <laughs> Applebee's. <laughs> and I pushed it and I left. And then about 20 minutes into shopping, I was like, this isn't going to happen. So let, before before we go to the exit of the, the quesadilla burger, pretty tasty, huh? <laughs> I will say it's one of the better things I've had at Applebee's. Did you get eight fries with it? Uh, no, I got a decent serving of fries. I always, because, like, their fries are actually pretty decent at Applebee's. Mm-hmm. I'll get eight fries and then get that burger, you know? That's rough. Usually going on the weekends. I don't Usually, really... usually on Father's Day. <laughs> Father's Day. Most of the time they're busy. <laughs> Fry supply is low. I could see that. I could see that. It's on a Sunday after a weekend. They probably are running low on the fries. And did I, I, did, I don't remember if I told you, but when I was out there on Father's Day, some guy fell off. Some yeah. Guy, okay. Yeah. So uh, you know they don't really ask you how well done. <laughs> they said pink or not. <laughs> yep. Yep. Do you ever get the pink? No. But... I would recommend against it. <laughs> I would highly recommend. I don't know how you cook a burger like that in a microwave. Um, <laughs> well, it's already. I, yeah. I wonder if they. The outside was uh, normal burger. The inside was. It wasn't pink like you want a burger. No. It, it was like you would want a fine cut of meat pink. <laughs> and that was rough. Uh, but I think it might have kept me from having to go to the bathroom the entire time I was camping. Because <laughs> everything evac'd over the next 12 hours. Yeah, so the case deer burger. It's a little bit of chicken fried. <laughs> a little bit of chicken fried. I was a little disappointed it came out just as kind of a quesadilla cut in half. Yeah, the picture is is you know stacked, and I'm like, oh, that looks kind of neat. It used to be much better. I mean, I guess you could say that with everything, it's specifically Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, or like Subway. I used to think Subway was a lot better. Um, when's the last time you had Subway? I go there every once in a while. Um, I get a craving for the one thing, and it's really just about the sauce. The uh, 
what is it, sweet onion teriyaki. Oh, okay. And I'll pretty much just, just get that chicken, which doesn't seem too offensive, load it up with the veggies, get some of that good old sugar bread. <laughs> the yoga mat bread? Sometimes. Sometimes I just want veggies and sugar, bro. <laughs> But I remember thinking for the longest time Subway was awesome, but I don't know if it just slowly got I old. I never thought it was awesome. Really? Yeah, no. We used to do like once a week at the, the shop or the factory I worked in, it was like, we're going to Subway, and the whole factory would go to Subway. Huzzah! <laughs> and we need 47 subs. <laughs> Fuck you guys. And there was always someone that was like, you know, you'd, everyone, they would all order the same thing. Mm-hmm. There was always one guy that was like, oh, can we not get lettuce on that one? <laughs> like, it was like. Really, bro? We're just ordering 86 Italian subs. Yeah. And you don't want lettuce on one of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always thought I was a big Subway guy. In the... Yeah. They're real shitty as a company. Yeah, I remember watching, what documentary was it? Was it Fast Food Nation? and Or is that a book I read? I don't well, know. I don't. I just saw a John Oliver bit, uh, thing on it. He had a whole segment on Subway. I think it was Fast Food Nation. It was a book I read. And I had to say I read it because it wasn't a picture book with mm-hmm. like the comics. I actually read everything. Mm-hmm. But I think they even said, like, if you'll pay to franchise it, they don't care if they put a subway next to a subway as long as you pay the franchise. No, exactly. In fact, they prefer it. It's kind of like a thing. They they have employees that work there, too, who basically make money off of selling the places. So those guys are encouraged to basically try and knock a franchisee out make them sell it back to them, and they can buy them themselves. So the person that has the oversight of the different franchises and can write them up, and if you get three you know, infractions because you're not keeping something cold enough or whatever oh, the hell, yeah. those guys can specifically buy the franchise that they just told, like force them to sell, and then resell it and make a commission on that. It's also, it drags a lot of people in because it's the cheapest of any kind of food franchise you can really um, buy. And it's just some crazy shit. And then, like you said, they do not care if there are seven subways in a two-mile radius. Nope. In fact, I think John Oliver did that where he bought seven different sandwiches from seven different subways on his lunch break. Really? Yeah. Well, because there's four in our town. Mm-hmm. There's four in Brunswick. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember the one by, oh, excuse me, guys, the one by the factory was shut down for repairs because they had come in and, and flagged them for... Their sign was too old, like it was the old logo, and mm-hmm. they had to get it switched to the new logo, and they had to get it switched to the less child rapey logo. <laughs> well, yeah, I used to really like Subway. Now I'm a big Jersey Mike's guy. Jersey Mike's is good. Um, I don't know, man. When it comes to a lot of fast food places, not restaurants at all. I get very, I, I like to mix it up at different kinds of restaurants, but. When I go to fat, like I'm a, I guess an adventurous eater, I mix around what I eat. But whenever fast food places, I typically have like the the go to. What's your go to? At Subway. Oh well, I well you already told me this. Subway would be, uh, yeah, that chicken sweet onion. Oh okay, so I thought you meant Jersey Mike's. You kind of got me on the 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 what's what the The cancro cancro. You got me on the cancro. The cancro so good isn't necessarily something I'd normally do. The I think it, it was the the beach bum from Jimmy John's. That's my thing. Like. I'm almost going to get the same thing at every fast food place. I like strictly the get the tuna. Place. <laughs> they, you know the one from Subway where they take it out with the, the ice cream thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
mm. extra mayo on that bad boy. Because mm. there's not enough mayo in that subway tuna. You gotta <laughs> gotta get it mayoed up. Mm. I love mayo. <laughs> all all the white cream sauces are my favorite. Mayo, Miracle Whip, oh, sour, Miracle Whip sour cream. What about Alfredo? Uh, is that too dark? Too dark for you? No, I'm okay with Alfredo. I like a little bit of white sauce on my pizza, though. Yeah, no, good white sauce pizzas. It's different. I'm just talking about white people, white sauce. Okay. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly. It's mayo and sour cream. Yeah. And it has to be Miracle Whip because it's got that zesty tang. <laughs> um, I'm going to make a terrible transition, and the Guardians really fell off. <clears throat> I mean, it's only a couple series. Um, I, I shouldn't say fell off, but God. Well, I mean, we were just talking about how hot they were, so they've definitely cooled down a little bit here. Um, you know, the Twins play as well sometimes. Uh, honestly, it seems like the Twins and the Tigers, I think, two teams that have just repeatedly bombed Tristan McKenzie, who otherwise still looks pretty decent this year. His ERA is kind of inflated from three or four games against those teams. Okay. Um, so I don't know. That's kind of a bad sign though. When a division rival all of a sudden starts picking apart one of your pitchers, it's like if people start watching that tape and maybe figure out what they figured out, you know, it's sometimes it's just a, it's a random thing that happens for a while. Um, but, uh, yeah. So what they lost, uh, they got swept by the Red Sox. They did. I believe. Um, I think we still won the last series against the twins though. Right. Didn't we did. We took two out of three. Um, then got swept by the Red Sox, and now we've dropped. Uh, if the game tonight is over, we've dropped two or three to the Twins, but we've got two more against them. So we could kind of still win this series. Uh, we could take three of five. So I don't know. I'm I'm really not concerned yet. It's just we're no, coming off just, a hot streak. It's, it's yeah, like a bummer it's, to be losing again. It sucked that we were on a hot streak because mm-hmm. I'm looking at the, the the standings here. We're three games back again. Um, 37-34, still over five hundred. A lot of people didn't think this club would even be that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a lot of people kind of, no, I take that back. Keep, people kind of had us around lower 500. They thought the pitching mm-hmm. would keep us in it. Um, pretty much no one thought, our th- everyone thought our hitting, except for Jose and Fran Mill, were, you know, mm-hmm. um, the four and six in our last 10. But if you look at the division, um, no one's killing it the last 10. Yep. Uh, Guardians, White Sox, Tuggers, all four and six in their last ten, and then Twins and Royals are five and five in their last ten. Um, Got to have to win the division, so that's yeah, a, that's a very good thing that nobody's hot right now because uh, that that East looks crazy good. It does, and you've got a you've got a few a uh, few teams in the West who uh, we're doing a little bit better, but I know some of them are having problems too, actually. So I don't know if. Uh, I mean, really, I think your competition is going to be getting in ahead of anyone in the East if you're in the wild card. Well, I mean, everyone in the East has a better record than us than the or except for the Orioles. Yep, exactly. We're thirty five and forty. The Orioles are seven and three in their last ten. Oh, really? Yeah. So they have a nice little streak going. Um, I forgot I saw a few highlights of them last week. I can't really remember what's so going really, on. So really, we don't like if we were in the East, we would be probably close to last place. Like if you know, and oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, and then you got the Astros out of the West, right? Yep, and Astros are doing what the Astros always do. I mean, uh-huh. cheating bastards. Cheating bastards. Yeah, and the Angels are, what, the middle of the pack out there in the West, and they've fired their See coach. That, they fire their coach? I believe so. Well, I mean, they lost. Was it after the Seattle, that pre or post the... The fight? Yeah. I think that was maybe a couple days before that. Okay. 
Any idea what that fight was about? I, um, obviously, I saw the guy get hit. That's saying they're six and four in their last ten. Yes, I thought they were on like a crazy losing streak. I thought they lost like eight or ten in a row. I mean, unless I can, uh, maybe they're on like a, a four or six game winning streak now. Uh, they're six and four in their last ten. Thirty six and forty. That's pretty wild. Um, yeah, that brawl was pretty intense. It was a good. I haven't seen a good baseball brawl. Like yeah, that no, I saw it. I didn't really get into like the whole why of of what happened. So I just I know that I the dude got the story. dinged with the pitch, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and at first, like he he was pissed off. Like, there's a little bit of a back and forth with the catcher, but it kind of looks like they're gonna walk away, right? And then somebody who's hurt on the Angels, I believe, started saying some shit from the bench. And that's what happened is the Mariners dude went over to the Angels bench. That's when they all got into it. And then he gave the double stone goal Steve Austin double finger to the crowd. Yep. And it was a good brawl. I I highly suggest Oh no, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like when two teams just kinda run out there and they like run into forty guys bodying up. My favorite is like they run into each other like way like waves Uh, over the ocean and just kinda like like a really someone hits, yeah. Someone grabs someone's chain or slaps their hand. Someone tugs a jersey. It was like a really bad mosh pit, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was there was a lot of this stuff. is dudes swinging on each yeah. other. There's I, there's a there's a view from <clears throat> um, the crowd, and dude gets caught up in the net and it gets like tackled into the net and it's uh, one of the Angels players and yeah that was interesting. Speaking of dudes uh, swinging on each other. You heard about this big NFL brawl that's going down? No. Two running backs. Uh, I'd say both retired in the last f- oh, three to five seasons. Um, go ahead, go ahead and tell. tell but I, I, I know the two guys, but now I can't think of off the top. Le'Veon of my... Bell, Le'Veon and Bell. Adrian Peterson will be partaking in an exhibition boxing match. Interesting. I'm yeah. sure their technique will be really good. I'm sure it'll be. Yeah, I know. When when it's announced uh, and the fight is about 30 days away for two guys that have never boxed before, you can be sure. And, and I don't know. I actually meant to look it up, see if um, they've been doing camps for a while or anything. But, um, you know, I mean, obviously this deal didn't just materialize in two days. But um, I would think it's it's not a great sign that they're announcing a fight for 30 days from now. Uh, or, uh, like 34 days. I, I don't. I, I, he's just been kind of hanging on, and it's it still hasn't. He hasn't had a good year. I, I don't think he played last year. Did or was he with the Chiefs? He was with a handful of teams. 2020, he was with the Chiefs. Uh, he signed with Baltimore in 2021, um, but he was released uh, mid-November in 2021. Um, signed with the Bucks the next month. Um, he played a total of three games for the Buccaneers and caught a touchdown for uh, Tom Brady. He was released on. He was released this year. Um, that guy really ruined his career on that holdout. Yeah, ruined his reputation, which I'm sure he doesn't care about, but ruined his reputation, his career. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Le'Veon Bell versus Adrian Peterson, um, and what I'm sure will be a technical masterpiece of boxing. I'm sure it will be. Who do you think you got in that? Um, uh, Adrian Peterson, didn't he get in trouble for beating up his kid or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you, you know, he's a, he's good at violence. Um, I, was, I mean, he's older, right? 
Yeah, but I think he's played more recently. I think he's had more touches and recently. Mm, than... He's been a hanger on though too the last couple seasons at least. Um, but I mean, you got to say, I would still think he's not old. Old. I would he's think thirty-seven, and Le'Veon okay. is thirty. That's a little. That's a little past your prime for a fighter. They also don't have the years of abuse on their body. Well, they have years of football. Games. Running, yeah, but I'm talking about head injury. Man, they're still running backs, man. I mean, they're putting their head down. <sighs> it's and... different from a boxer. You got to give me that. <laughs> what do you mean with the guy who's just getting punched in punched the face? Punched in the head. Yeah, like, yeah repeatedly. The whole point of his, that's Well, what... I guess, you know, you do play a lot more football than you actually fight in, I don't know, man. It, I guess either it way, depends say... your gym, too, because I've seen some sparring where... Real chill, real night, you know. Mm-hmm. It's you guys, they're actually there learning. And then I've seen sparring where people get knocked out. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I watched a guy get kicked in the head and, and dropped. And yeah, I was like, I, I don't yeah. know if I want to do this if they're, if they're doing that just in <laughs> sparring. You um, want to just regularly be knocked unconscious? So Adrian Peterson, Le'Veon Bell, who is, I'm wondering who is, um, um, who is promoting this? That's going to be the interesting part. Um, just looking here. Uh, both six one, both two twenty ish. Really, I would have thought Adrian Peterson was bigger than that. Excuse me. There's not really much on here. Um. Le'Veon Bell called out Jake Paul, of course, at one point. Oh, did he? Well, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's exactly what we need is another person that's never had any experience to take on that guy. Well, I guess, is it Jake Paul, is it Tyson Fury's brother that's fighting Jake Paul? Uh, Yeah, I heard something about that as well. Jake Paul, I guess he, uh, uh, Tommy Fury? Yep, he was on. Uh, I think he was on uh, like a British uh, 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 like Love Island or something like that. Which one, Jake Paul or no, the Tommy Fury? Tommy Fury. So Tommy Fury is like an actual boxer, but he's I guess you know I, I'm just saying. he is, but I'm saying he also has a little bit of a social media thing because of his appearance on a uh, whatever it's a reality dating show. And then I guess Tyson Fury and Jake Paul bet a million dollars against you know. Um, uh-huh. So Tyson Fury, who is Mike Fury's brother, Tyson Fury is obviously the um, Tyson Fury. I don't. How do you explain Tyson Fury other than a really good, good boxer? Guy. Good, really good boxer. Yeah, um, his brother. <laughs> I looked at you. I'm like, uh, why do I? Um, yeah. So Tyson Fury and Jake Paul put money on that as well. So wow. And then. Um, I mean, he was he was kind of he was the, the gypsy king, he was the king for a little bit there. Well, didn't he just win again? He win. I think he won. Uh, won and retired. Did he retire after the last fight? I believe he did. I thought he was talking about boxing. No, he brought in Naganu, and they talked about boxing. Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I don't know. Maybe he means he's not going to fight real boxers then. Maybe he's going to just do some of this. Uh... He knocked out. The, that's right. He knocked out Dylan White. Um, and then he knocked out Deontay Wilder in the last two fights before that. 
right. Yep, he retired. He wanted, he's accomplished, he fulfilled everything he ever wanted to fulfill. He was on the top at the end there. Uh, he's und- retired undefeated, the, only the second heavyweight in history to do that, behind Rocky Marciano. So, doing it, he got in, got out early. He wants to, I think, have his brain intact for the rest of his life. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. He probably could have maybe been dominant for another year or two. He has some challengers up there, but, um, at the same time, is it worth brain damage? Is it worth having that inevitable drop off? I mean, heavyweight long enough, you're going to get knocked the fuck out. He had one draw, actually, a split decision. Wilder. Yep. Yep. Then came back and beat him. TKO'd him, then knocked him out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of head injuries, uh, UFC um, 276 coming up. Mm-hmm. Know anything oh, about yeah, that? wait, give me one second. Uh, Social Gloves 2 is what they're going to be fighting in, an event promoted by YouTube star Austin McBroom, who I definitely know who he is, and he's fighting an Isan, an Isan, an Ann Isan Gibb in the main event. That's all one word. I have no idea. Who uh, and rapper Blueface will fight former NBA player Nick Young. Oh, Nick Young! Uh, you would know Nick Young though, at least. Nick Young is uh, used to play for uh, the Lakers. He's the dude with the meme with the question marks by both sides of his face. You know, he's giving oh, that yeah, sideways yeah, yeah. kind of look. Um, yeah, he was a, a pretty popular guy for that kind of reason, I guess. <laughs> he's thirty-seven. But all right. Cool. So anyway, head you know, injuries, Nick, UFC. We, you know what Nick Young's nickname was? I fucking know. I can't think of it, though. And I, I, It's like a pretty cool nickname. It is. Little, oh, fucking Sweezy, Swishy. Sw- Almost uh, there. Fucking. Almost there. I'm not going to get it. Swaggy P. Swaggy. Swaggy P. For a guy named Nick Young. Swishy. Swishy. Uh, I was making it so white. Um. Yeah, all right. Yeah, UFC 276. Great card coming up. Israel Danya versus Jared Kanye or Dan, 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 Dan. Um Alexander Volkna, uh, Volnowski versus Max Holloway. Their third fight. Uh-huh. Um, Sean Strickland, who is a uh, monster, is fighting Alex Peria, Peria. Robbie Lawler versus some guy I don't know. And then Sean O'Malley is fighting, uh, fighting again. So that's... If you're... Slightly familiar at UFC, you know, is you know, you, you know Israel, who's considered one of the greatest right now. Mm-hmm. The Volnowski and Holloway fight is a trilogy, and they've both had two really tight fights. Um, that's for the featherweight title. Sean Strickland is a stud. Um, Robbie Lawler is obviously ruthless. Robbie Lawler, who um, is a legend at this point, and will go in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Um, famously lost to Funky Ben Askren mm-hmm. by a headlock. Yep. Do you remember that? After Robbie Lawler threw him all over the place and beat the living hell out of him. I can't, like, picture it. You know, sometimes there's ones you can, like, envision, but he literally, visualize it. He put him in the headlock. But, I can't like, see it. I remember I remember it being a thing, but... Like, he put him in the headlock like, that you would get put in by your little older brother, uh-huh. you know? Um, and then Sean O'Malley is obviously the, the kid with the uh, super colorful hair who kind of talks a lot of trash. Mm-hmm. and Sugar. Uh, um, and they're, you know, they're trying to... They're trying to build that kid up pretty much mm-hmm. um, to be, you know, I don't want to say his so name. So who are they giving him? Uh, Pedro Pedro Munez. And he's like what? Um, 10 and 7. 
he is nineteen and seven. Ooh, nineteen and seven. Uh, a little okay. bit of an older guy, but he's five foot six. Um, been around the. He's been around the. You know. I, I was half thinking that they might just be giving him a, a cupcake. Well, the thing is, what O'Malley has pretty much said, he's not taking anyone, like any. He's not taking any big fighters until he gets paid to take big fighters. He has re- legit said that. Okay. Yeah. So once he gets, huh. I mean, hey man, I, I, if I was getting punched in the head for a living, I wouldn't want to take. You know, right, it's just a good way to build up your record too. That too. That too. Um, he also had his leg broke and had to be taken out on a stretcher that one time. Uh-huh. And everyone kind of gave him grief for that. Uh-huh. Um, well, that would have been his. Was that, that was his one loss then, right? It was his one yeah. loss. Yeah. Go back to uh, go back to Pedro there. I'm already clicking around. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't worry about it it's then. Okay. I don't what, care. What do you want to hear from Pedro? I wanted to just see what like his uh, if he's lost like seven of his last eight. <laughs> yeah, let's see here. He lost his last two, and in his defense, he lost his last two to studs Jose Aldo and Dominic Cruz. Okay. Um, before but he's that, lost he... four of his last five. Yes, but he also before that he beat. Uh, Cody Garbrandt, um, who was a champion. Um, he lost to Alderman Sterling, who I, th- I think he just became the champion. Uh, he lost to Frankie Edgar, who is a stud. Okay. Uh, beat Jimmy okay. Rivera, who's a pretty good player. So he just found out he's not going to probably be the top guy. But he's not bad. No. Okay. But he's also 35, so kind of getting to that age. Yeah. Well, um, there's going to be a drop-off. Yeah. He kind of had his run at the belt there. And he's also there in that 130 uh, weight class, which is like... You know, once once you start to lose the speed, that's kind of, unless mm-hmm. you're someone like Frankie Edgar, who's got a really good ground game and can take mm-hmm. those guys down, um, that's kind of where you um, start to fall off a little bit. Um, he, climbed, he climbed pretty close to the, the peak, I'd say, there. Yeah, he, he had a but good he's, run. He's, uh, he's falling off now, probably probably getting on the tail end. Yeah, Sean is, uh, Sugar Sean is 27. Um and really, if I told you any of these guys he fought recently, um, except for the guy he lost to where he broke his leg, Marlon Vera, um, any of these other names you would you probably wouldn't know. Um, the one guy... His, I can't this, think of anybody he fought. Chris Mutino, um, who he beat um, two fights ago, uh, can't even click on him. Can't, his name is... Ooh, even, can't yeah. even click on him. Which is kind of a, to tell you that you can't even click and, and get records here on, on Wikipedia, which kind of tells you where that guy was That's kind of crazy. He broke his leg back in 2020. He's already had three fights since then. Yeah. I guess, I mean, you don't need long camps if you're fighting chumps. Uh, yeah, and then the, the last guy fought... Um, and you're pretty good. I'm not, I'm sorry. That's that's a disclaimer in there. He's obviously got to be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's in the UFC, and they're, mm-hmm. they're hyping him up. But mm-hmm. like like I said, they're, they're, he won't take a... a like. He pretty much said he won't take a top 15 or 10 guy until they pay him to, pay yeah. him to fight a top 10 or 15. I think guy. you usually have to earn it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the way it usually works? And then sometimes you still don't get paid. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And then sometimes you're an asshole that talks a lot of shit on social media and says ridiculous things and hits people in public. And they're like, here's here's the, all the money. Well, I mean, Connor, I mean, that's kind of where. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think we, we would be doing the. Um, the listeners justice justice if we didn't bring up the sexual allegation cases. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to hear it. All right. So Vince McMahon um, is being accused of you know uh, a 1986 rat rape allegation by referee Rita Chatterton. Oh really? Yeah. So he recently, if you don't know, Vince McMahon recently had to 
step away, uh, quote unquote, step away. Which was interesting that there's a, so it's a current really young wrestler, right? That made an allegation against him for sexual harassment, something along that. Okay. So he's got to step down and makes that announcement middle of the week-ish. Yep. Which usually bad news comes on a Friday, but then he appeared on their Friday night show. So he goes, I'm going to take a back seat in the company. Also, I'm going to make my first live appearance in how many areas? And he came in and like people cheered for him. If I if I didn't see it, but the people cheer. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I, I actually completely forgot about it. I went to the Alleghenies, so I couldn't keep up on it. I forgot about the story until you just brought it up. But yeah, no. So now the that that first, I guess it's the first female ref is coming out and uh, saying that he. Uh... Well, I wonder if she came out because she's like, no, this is legitimate. Just because I thought it was probably a thing. You never know what's a work in wrestling. And honestly, he might have been trying to cast doubt on the allegation by then doing this whole, oh, I'm going to step down from the company, but I'm going to appear on TV and just put that seed in everybody's mind that this is all fake. And maybe now this ex-referee is like, no, he's he's legitimately a scumbag. I mean, if you've, I've never thought any, I, I've never thought Vince McMahon was a good guy. No, it sounds like he sexually assaults male wrestlers. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he's... He's in a position of power that you would look at it and you'd be like, you can't make Khalifa... Well, yeah, you can. If it's You want to make millions or do you want me to black blacklist you from the, the industry? Yeah, and then you, he monopolized the industry for so long yeah. after he purchased the WCW yeah. and NWO. I mean, yeah. AEW has kind of come out as you know a thing again. or A, a, a second wrestling federation has come out and... It's called AEW, and they have kind of taken. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they they've grabbed a lot of the fans who were disenfranchised with the WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if Terry Crews can get sexually assaulted, any WWE star can. Yeah, oh, that's right. Um, yeah. So, I we did. I did want to bring up wild. the the allegations that everyone's talking the, the, about. One that everyone, especially in Cleveland, especially in Cleveland, it's yeah. the Vince McMahon allegations, yep. sexual allegations. Yeah, we mentioned this a little bit off the air. It's it is absurd how, uh, you know, on Tuesday of this week's, uh, you know, prior day in this week, they made it like this. There's that big meeting going to happen, and everybody was going to know what's going on with Deshaun Watson after that. And then just it was like, oh, no, it's the first day of the meeting. Nothing's happened. Yeah. Well, and then if it's funny because uh, I, I guess just funny isn't a way to describe that situation. But every time you hear you read something, it's like, oh, he's going to be suspended for a year indefinite. They won't even know when they're going to. And then <laughs> you'll hear another one. It's like, ah, they're probably just going to slap him on the wrist. Uh, you know, It's just everybody making shit up. Well, whatever gets you clicks. Nobody you know? has any idea. No yeah. one has any idea. Yeah, I'm mostly checked out on it. I am. Um, I interested to see. You know, the, um, there was a report that Baker's going to Seattle, um, and there was actually on the Seattle website uh, someone caught a picture of like his jersey. Like they already made a Baker Mayfield jersey for, that you could buy. Um, not that it could be obviously photoshopped or whatever, but someone tweeted that. Or and, anyone can make a custom jersey. Yeah, right. <laughs> but they they tried that. saying it was yeah. the, on the Seattle website, so that got released. Um, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see what a season of Jacoby Brissett looks like. You know, I, I mean, I really don't want to, but I don't. I don't know what's going to happen with this. And... There's even there's really nothing to think about it right now. I mean, until you get some sign from the team of what's going on, and I guess they got to keep their. They're not going to let you know if they do know anything because of the same like 
they're going to have to probably make a trade. I don't know that you're going to go into the season with Brissett, but... Well, I mean, he's going to be... I, I don't know. Cause... Say we make the Mayfield... Uh, Mayfield um, trade to the Panthers for... Uh, Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold. No, thank you. Are they competing for the job, though? Yeah, they're competing for the job, but they both suck. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Brissett is a a very good backup. That's what he is. I'd honestly... That's what I'm saying. He's got the ceiling. Honestly, you're you're not going to win the Super Bowl with him, and this roster is built for a Super Bowl run for the next two years. I would honestly... And this is a guy that wanted Sam Darnold less than he wanted uh, Baker Mayfield. I think I'd rather run Sam Darnold. Than he's he's been on he's been on bullshit teams. He's it'd be interesting th- to see what he does with a th- team. With a team, that's that's it. I think Brissett has had better opportunities with the oh, team definitely. around him. Not great opportunities. Well, he was with Indy, and Indy was a decent club. Were they at that time? Yeah. Was the offense though? Because they were weird. They always had stud receivers, and then the last couple seasons, they've actually been more of a a running team. Good maybe. offensive line, running team. Decent defense, not necessarily great defenses, but defenses that find a way to close out games, whereas the Browns have been amazing defenses that cannot fucking close out games. He's been, he was on the Colts from 2017 to 2020. I, I don't really think of them have having, having that dynamic offense they did in the, the other. I mean, they had great quarterbacks there for so long. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had two. I mean, would you call Andrew Luck a Hall of Famer? probably not with his shortened career. Yeah. Um, I would say you, I would, I would argue he would have been a hall of famer if he had a, all right. To your, kind of to your, uh, to your, your, your statement there. You're, you're kind of right. In, uh, 2017 for Indy, he played, he started 15 games. They went four and 11, uh, 2018. He didn't start any games for him. 2019, he went seven and eight. Uh, yeah. He... Well, I click on that 2019 team. Can you click on there? Will that give you the roster? No, that just goes to the Colts. Yeah. yeah, I just, I don't remember them having, like, a wide receiver core that they just always had that guy that would, fuck, could torch you, and then some serviceable either receivers or tight ends around him, I felt Well, like T.I. Hilton was there for a while, then obviously yeah. there was the Marvin Harrison and... Um... I can't think. Of, I don't follow the NFL as much as you, but I they, I just always remember that kind of being an aspect of their team. Um, so I mean, I, I think the Browns are going to have more weapons than either of them have ever seen. I guess I could say it for both of them, but um, I just feel like you know more. Reggie Wayne. I'm Reggie sorry. Wayne. Marvin Harrison. Reggie Wayne were on that same team. That was that was a te- that was two good yeah. wide receivers on on yeah. one team there. There. Sorry for that. Um, no, no problem. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Do I want to play either of them? No. It's just the only thing I'm worried about. I f- I feel like this season's basically dead. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about the fans and the ticket sales and the bullshit and what does the organization have to do. I don't want them to make more long-term terrible decisions. We're already now like going to miss out on a season or two where we're prepped for a Super Bowl run that we're unsure of because of allegations of a guy we traded a whole lot of draft picks and for. paid a whole lot of money. And too. if we tank this year, we don't have a first round pick, but like, nope. that's not even what I'm worried about. What I'm worried about is you take that season off. Like you have to clear that with multiple players on this team to go, Hey, miles. Hey, Denzel. Like, Hey, Nick Chubb. I know you have a very limited career yeah. because you're a running back. 
But well, why don't you just take this? Here? Yeah, we're we're gonna ram you down people's throats to see if it works for eight games, and then we might just throw the season away. Like, are you guys gonna be indefinitely mad at us and hate us forever because like that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. And we've we've made this bed and we're sleeping in it. Hey, uh, do me a favor. Why don't you shout out our friends real quick? Shout out to our friends. I want to thank my friend Renee <laughs> and my friend Bobby. Bobby reached out to me the other day, and he said he missed me, and I miss you too, Bubba Lub. Uh, I want to shout out my friend Skunk. My friend Skunk invited me to an Indians game last Friday, but I couldn't go. Uh, the Guardians game, sorry. Uh, I couldn't go because I was going to uh, the Alleghenies. I'd like to shout out all my friends that went to the Alleghenies, uh, Mike and Sam and my, my best friend Monica um, and, and Nate and Hal and Ange and River and Mike. Um, big ups, my friends. Um, also to our corporate friends and overlords, um, we're talking about you, Ground Zero Comics and Cars at 15139 Pro Road, Strongsville Town Center. One of the best shitters, I'd say, in the state. I haven't experienced enough of them to really say that, but I'm going to just say it anyway. And Arcana Cast, uh, who you can find at like ArcanaCast.com or ArcanaCast on Facebook. Big news for the people, uh, we have lined up with a an exclusive uh, podcast appearance by uh, one of the members of the Arcana cast team. And who knows, maybe we'll hold, we'll do a whole series on them. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll, yeah, I, I think James would be a great interview to be honest. Uh, I feel like we could shoot the shit with him for 45 minutes to an hour. Pretty. So pretty you did well. talk about sponsors and not just talk about our friends, right? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Cause when I left, you were, I was. I mentioned like shout out. I mean, I didn't Austin. leave. I was totally here <laughs> cheering you on while you did the stuff. I totally did. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, you know, check check them check them both out. Ground Zero and Arcanacast. Uh, um, speaking of our other friends, I want to thank all the friends that called us up um, to, to to take part in the T-shirt competition this week. Unfortunately, <laughs> we didn't hit the requisite five voicemails. I'm sure most of you out there wanted to wait a few days to go like, oh, I don't want to be the first or the second, so I'm going to wait a few days, and then you forgot about it and didn't call up at all. So I want to thank, um, I don't remember his name, but that random guy in Cleveland who called and left a, a well, actually, he didn't leave the voicemail, and also to the random Minnesotan who called and left us a 12-second blank voicemail. Um, official, official call on this. Are we going to count that as a voicemail or not? It was over 10 seconds. We're, we're counting it. <laughs> it was over 10 seconds. No words, but 10, 10, it's a 10-second minimum. So that's a new rule now. So make sure when you call up trying to win that sweet chin music, uh, who will be at Medina Brewing Company in Medina on July 9th at 7 p.m. And also Manzo's in Brunswick at 8 p.m. on July 16th. Uh, so when, just make sure you hit that 10-second minimum. Uh, hit us up at... Uh, 216-260-5484. Yeah, 216-260-5484. And if you forget that number, you can probably track it down at the Slurred Speech Podcast 216 at gmail.com. You shoot over an email and go, hey, I can never catch it. And rather than replay it three times and find a pen and pencil, I'm just going to bother you. Uh, you can also maybe find it somewhere on the URBS Reddit on Twitter. So um, go ahead, leave us a voicemail. It'd be pretty neat. Also, um, if you... If you listen to this on a website, the, in the description, it gives the phone number. Ah. It should, depending on what app you use. Ah. Well, how about that? So, how about that? There's me go ahead and using Logic. You know what you call that? Good rapper. Uh, I do like some Logic. 
what are we getting up on here? Oh, we got some we got some time to shit. Yep. So speaking of brain injuries and people whose careers might be uh, re- coming to an end, um, I guess even you could say superstars that fit that bill. Two of them in the NBA both picked up their options uh, in the last 24 hours, I think, or maybe 48 or 72 hours because we recorded this the day you're listening. <laughs> uh, Kyrie Irving uh, opted into the Nets. It sounds oh, like- did he? It sound, yes, he did. Uh, it sounded like the Nets basically said, why don't you go find us a trade partner? And then he said, cool. And there were some rumors coming out. And then, Do you think um, the, set, the Nets said, why don't you find me a trade partner? <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> I think they did. And apparently there was talk Durant would be angry and possibly try and leave the team or force his way off the team if uh, Kyrie left. Um, but um, essentially he couldn't call their what seems like a bluff. Um, and I think they might be hoping that he comes back with an adjusted attitude. Um, some people are also saying that Kyrie Irving's the type that might just retire fairly early. Um, seems very early, but um, you know there were some talks he was willing to sign with the Lakers for $6 million, but uh, obviously nothing worked out with the trade, so he's picked up his option. Um, and speaking of the Lakers, Russell Westbrook, surprise, surprise, picked up his $41 million option. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> after his... Great last season. Um, I believe he's also trademarked um, Westbrick or or one of the things that they were calling him. Um, I would assume that's so that other people can't make shirts with it on there. And well, stuff. I guess him and Skip was it him and so him and Skip Bayless are feuding on Twitter. Oh yeah, and Kyrie Irving and Stephen A. Smith are feuding on Twitter. Cool, four people who I don't really care what they have to say. Not in the slightest, and you would think. Like I, I understand Skip and Steven getting talking or, uh-huh. or doing this so that it builds whatever. Uh-huh. But you would think if you're a pro basketball player, you would just. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I not a lot of people. Cre- I would say one thing to him. I'd be like, I think you're a fucking clown. Yeah. Well, Russell, it, enjoy enjoy all the money you make talking about me. Russell Westbrook said if he ever sat down face to face with Skip, he would smack him in the face. Yeah, that's about all you need to say, and then I wouldn't, I wouldn't engage him anymore. And then like, you know enjoy what your Skip free Bayless clicks. said? What do you I say? think he said something like, "Well, why don't you join me? You know, ten a.m. It would, yeah, whatever show his, you know, and we could sit down face to face. We'll just call it like crossbow, with crossbow with Skip Bayless. You yeah. know, yeah, that would be like, could we call it a? Uh, uh, we should call it an athlete on, and see if they'll come face to face. Who do you want to call out? Kyrie. I'm just going to I just talk shit about Wes and Westy and Kyrie. Kyrie, bring it on down. Bring it down to mom's basement, boy. Yeah. I think- oh, man. No, I take that back. Uh, I did. I would never. That's I, I, I apologize. I immediately withdraw uh, my challenges to Kyrie Irving. Why? Because you never call a grown black man boy. So I challenge. I think <laughs> you never call anybody. <laughs> Do we need that as a white man? No, I'm I'm fully. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna eat this one. That was a that was a spur moment smack talk and went too far. I apologize, Kyrie. If you want to come down to mom's basement, uh, we'll have a talk about it. And I think Steve Amiocic wasn't I'll, that good. I'll I'll give you a free one, Kyrie. Uh, <laughs> I think Steve Bay was overrated. Totally. I'm going to tell your cousin to listen to this podcast, <laughs> this episode. Like, Kevin, you need to check this one out. Yeah, the, he was just at Steve A's maybe, wedding. Maybe so. send it to your friend. Yeah. All right, well. Maybe he'll choke you out for real this time. 
Uh, I'll have to save that story for what? Have I ever told that story on the podcast? <laughs> you might have, might have told it once or twice. <laughs> once or twice. Okay, my bad. For I've, I've been a lot less foggy in these podcasts lately. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it. Have you been? <laughs> have you? I think so. I, you know. Um, all right. Well, uh, Cavs draft picks. What do you think? Uh, I like that they got Mobley with little brother. Uh. Uh, yeah. I'm honestly not sure if Mobley came out early and it's his older brother who stayed for five seasons because of extra eligibility. He might be. Um... Oof. Isaiah Mobley? Yep, Isaiah Mobley. He's 22. So he's older than um, Evan, right? Evan Mobley is... 21. Yeah. I was right. I'm so right all the time. And then um, they picked up... Um, who I don't think is like a dud by any means. No, I, but don't, if, I don't. If you want to do that to keep Evan uh, happy, also, NBA draft's kind of a crapshoot at yeah. 14. Um, oh, actually, they didn't even take him at 14. No, no, no. 14. But, I mean, the NBA draft is a crapshoot at 14. So if you get a, a, his brother in there at 49 and you think maybe he has some talent, um, they obviously have played together a few times. <laughs> Um, so, you know, if you can get any kind of chemistry work out of it, the only thing I would think is that his brother is going to be a deep rotation guy, obviously for a long time. So, um, I, I don't know what necessarily that'll, Picked that'll up bring a seven you. footer too, right? Seven foot center. Yeah. Um, I, I think, uh, that would probably be Jop Khalifa Jop, I would assume. <gasps> um, so the other two picks, um, well, we didn't really talk about Oche, Agbaji, but, I mean, you can look up whatever you want to look at. I mean, went to Kansas, title run. Um, pretty good player out of improved Kansas. His, imp- yeah, he's... I From mean, what he's, I was reading, it was pretty much questioning his defense. Mm-hmm. A, a lengthy weed wing player. Um, you can you can probably, like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think he's, he's the kind of guy you want to move into this. He comes from a well-established um, uh, team that, like... You would think he's going to be ready to learn on the fly. He's the kind of guy that will flourish under Bickerstaff, a guy that, again, probably going to be lower in the rotation. Obviously, you got a lot of things clicking on this team, um, but a guy that should be able to like find his place and contribute. I mean, that's what they teach you at those big schools: is like find your role and contribute as soon as you can uh, to the best you can. And you know, he's obviously got kind of the the blueprint for learning how to play and get better. So, um, I think he'll be great for that. Uh, the other two guys, I don't expect them to even be on the roster this year. Okay. They're both uh, a European player and an Australian player. Actually, now that I'm saying that, uh, Luke Travers uh, of the Perth Wildcats of the Australia's NBL, I'm guessing he's not the seven-footer. Um, and Jop, um, you remember Zagana Jop? Yes. So I, I don't know if that's his brother. Or it, it, they're related. Okay. I just don't remember how. Um, how do you spell it? <laughs> I think it starts with a D. Oh, it's does yeah. Well, yeah, that's not a joke. You would think like Zagana. Yeah, no, it's definitely a D. He was he's forty now. Uh... He's related through his mother. Okay, that's what I'm seeing. So I, I guess they, we, that probably means. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to read this. Uh... Oh, it's his son. What? That's his son? What? 
it's weird because I'm seeing th- through a mother and different cali- charts, and then and then it's asking questions. This is like basically just saying. This is saying uh, on Ancestry.com, the Cleveland Cavaliers NBA player Khalifa Jop is Desan Jop's son. Okay, okay. Elite young prospect Khalifa Jop is related to former Senegalese basketball player Disangana Jop through his mother. His wife... <laughs> through his mom. His wife, the mother of the younger Jop... So Dizagana Jop's wife, the mother of younger Jop, has kept her identity a secret and avoids the spotlight. So Khalifa Jop is at least the stepson of Dizagana Jop and may be his son. This is the only hard hit news you get on the Slurred Speech podcast. What? <laughs> There's nothing really on his Wikipedia page. No, not at all. He played for the Senegal national team? Senegalese? Senegal, yeah. He's a big tall guy. I mean, it's base basketball, so. That's interesting. There's not really, there's not not as wicked. That's weird. Okay, here we go. Let's hear it. Here Break we it go. Down for me, real good. <laughs> the Cavs seven foot center percent is not related to Cleveland center Desagana Job. Who said that? No, just... no, no. I don't know him. I know he played here, and his last name is Job. Khalifa Job said Friday, as he and uh, Jabi and the other guys. Everybody told me, you know him? No, he's not my brother. So, nope. The seven foot one center drafted by the Cavs is not the son of the seven foot center drafted by the Cavs. Everything here is saying. I mean, he's saying it directly. I don't know who to believe more than Khalifa Jop. <laughs> that is the kind of job. Bro, I'm on TMZ.ng here, okay? And you know it's the good TMZ because it ends with NG. Where do you think that is? Nicaragua? Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm just, I'm, I'm going to have to. Believe. Oh, Nigeria. Nigeria. The uh, .ng domain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think those guys are. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. became a thing. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to just stash those guys. Development, you know, that's they're treating the European and Spanish and the, the Spanish team and the Australian team are basically consider them minor league teams for us right now. Okay. Hold, holding these guys, um, and if and when we want to call them up, I guess we'd have to. I don't know. Will we work out? I don't know if we'll work out that contract now, or if we'll just hold their NBA rights and work out a contract later. I don't know. Maybe I'll figure that out before the next podcast. All right. Oh, should we roll a dice to see what we need to do? Yeah, uh, if you want to do it again, <laughs> since we since we haven't done the uh, the uh, the bus the, the first the bus one. Um, you know what? I, I can't do it today. Why not? I do not have the D100. I believe. I unpacked this for my camping trip. 
and I will be surprised to see if my D100 is here. Um, we could, we could, we could do it online, but I feel like I should use some Arcana Cast dice. Okay. Uh, to do that, and, and you know, who knows? Maybe next week we'll have a special visitor. All right, and they can partake in the die roll. Um, so yeah, uh, you want to change up the number of the voicemail? We can do that for our dice roll of the day. Why would we change the it? number of who calls on the voicemail for the shirt? No, it's still five. It's number five, <laughs> one down. So it's kind of number four. It's number four now. All right, so give us a call to win that free shirt. I know these people are fighting for this shirt. Sweet chin music. Crazy for it. Give us a call at 216-260-5484. Like Donald Trump and a Secret Service limo driver. <laughs> what? Fighting. You didn't hear the big news in the committee today? Nah. He demanded to be taken down to the Capitol to well, be with his people. Uh, he tried to fight the Secret Service over it. I don't know. Some lady said that, and he was like, she's a liar. I don't think he's really much of a fighter. I mean, he acts like... They said he gra- he grabbed for the wheel, and after he told them, I'm the effing president, and they were like, it's not secure. We can't take you down there. We're going back to the West Wing. He tried to grab the wheel, and the Secret Service guy grabbed his arm, and then he lunged at the Secret Service guy. All right, well. That's the story, bro. All right, talk to you later. <laughs> no, come on. I got hard-hitting news to go. I just put in a fresh piece of gum while the podcast is still going for some reason. I talk to you later, bro. 